hey, it's Comic-Con week. That's pretty exciting stuff. And Anthony is going to be covering it big time over at Comic-Con HQ. you got to be watching his show, What's News. They have a big, big week and weekend of content. But that means that we're not going to be putting out as many episodes as we normally do. No episode on Friday. No episode next Monday. But we're hoping to be back in action next Wednesday. In the meantime, go over to comic-conhq.com and check out Anthony's coverage of Comic-Con and enjoy this episode right now. You can't stop me from being in the community center. I'm part of the community. This guy, you may have seen him in multi-purpose rooms all across the county. <laughs> <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Garboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. You know, I think it's been well established on this show at this point that I uh, know nothing about fashion. That's true. Uh, You're wearing some cargo shorts as we speak. Yeah, because it's uh, a day that ends in Y. Yep. <laughs> and it's hot outside. Um but maybe Ke- you have heard Kevin of- The Kevin Smith Fashion Academy. That's me, baby. I, I know nothing about fashion. I wish I did. I don't. I don't have that, that gene. You drive- Well, yeah. Or those jeans. I was going to say, you, you clean up nice, but that's- Your wife does that for you. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's amazing. Uh, one of the reasons I married her, uh, to make me look good. <laughs> uh, but have you ever heard of the designer Alexander McQueen? Yeah. It's because I hadn't. Oh, there's a great documentary on McQueen, dude. Yeah, you would love it. He's, uh, evidently was a big deal. Died in 2010. Mm-hmm. But one of his big- uh, what do they call them? Lines? Collections. Collection. A collection of fashions. Was called Jack the Ripper Stocks His Victims. That sounds delightful. But one of the things tell he us, did... Tell us about that collection. Well, the pertinent bit of information about this collection... Oh, by the way, this is a story that was sent to us by Frank LaBelle. Thanks, so Frank thanks, LaBelle. Frank. I had a friend in high school whose dad's name was Frank LaBelle, and I always wonder... If that's who's sending us these stories. <laughs> his dad? Maybe it is. I wonder if it's, yeah, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's her dad, but I doubt it. Her dad was a weird dude. Well, this is a pretty weird hated story. Hated me. Absolutely really? hated me. Yeah. And, uh, made, made, uh, his whole hobby was World War II. He was one of those guys Ooh. who like built like, like his repl- hobby was the war. Yeah. Like replica tanks. He would like build them in his office and like he collected a lot of weird stuff. He was like the guy from American Beauty that had like the Nazi mm. plate. Uh, you know yeah but it wasn't like all nazi stuff it was stuff from like all of the war like he was just fascinated with world war ii it's weird dude this, the more i think about it the more that's probably not who's sending well, us these no, stories I'm go ahead and thank him thanks for uh sending that in weird dude appreciate it um this th- this is a weird story so the idea is that this guy this famous collection he put locks of his hair in the label of the clothes in this collection so that's kind of cool it, it, it's it's like it's gimmicky, but it's exclusivity, right? Right. Charge a lot for that because it has an actual lock of the designer's hair in it. So cut to today. Uh, a woman by the name of Tina Gorjank, or Gorjank, uh, has announced her own collection called the Pure Human Project. This ha- and she's filed a patent for this. Or this is automatically, trademark. I mean, I know no this is automatically meant to sound disturbing the pure human project so she is taking dna from those locks of hair of this dead fashion designer and she is going planning to create skin from this dna and then grow it 
make it into leather and turn that into clothes so that you will have clothes made from the skin of the DNA of a famous designer, Alexander McQueen. Why? I, I you love ask? this. You like this? I love this. I feel like he would love this too. He probably would love this actually. Uh, but the whole point of this isn't just to make the clothes, although she has designs of how this human skin would look. She actually has painted it to look more like human skin. It, I mean, it's oh. leather, leather jackets, leather bags, all That's kinds of stuff. That's interesting. So she's not taking human skin and trying to make it look like normal leather. She's taking human skin, turning it into leather yeah. for durability, but then repainting it to yeah. look like human skin again. She's trying to add like freckles and things to make it look more like skin. Ooh. And the whole idea is to raise awareness over the fact that, guess what? It's super legal to use someone's DNA to make something against their will. This is the art project's goal, uh, this human or pure Fascinating. human project. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. So, yeah. So here's where it gets tricky immediately, Jeff. Here are the first things that pop into my head. Yeah. Well, if it's my DNA, mm -hmm. I should have rights to it. You think? So everybody should be able to have legal rights over their DNA. But wait, Jeff, does that mean... If a corporation creates a specific kind of DNA, mm -hmm. they, they are able it. they are able to own and patent it. Right. Well, yes, we already know that's true because we know that uh, companies like Monsanto can create right. specific seeds and own those. Correct. Um, so this is pretty. Nobody should be able to control DNA, but at the same time, I should be able to control my own DNA. And what is the slippery legal slope of that? So this is the quote from Tina Gorjank. She says, "If a student like me." was able to patent a material extracted from Alexander McQueen's biological information, and there was no legislation to stop me, we can only imagine what big corporations with bigger funding are going to be able to do in the future. Meanwhile, in the boardroom of a large corporation, I can't believe this student beat us to this. <laughs> this can never happen again! Uh, will patent we everything! <laughs> Didn't I tell you that before? Patent everything! Does this patent only apply to Alexander McQueen? You. Uh, lawyer yeah, I hate. Yeah. Answer the question. Yeah, it looks like it does. All right. I need us to grab DNA of every famous person we can grab. Okay. And I need us to patent that DNA immediately. We have to move faster than the government on this, which means we only have 60 to 70 years to patent this DNA. Shovels. I need shovels. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the cemetery, the Hollywood cemetery. Well, what, are those, what are all those guys in suits doing coming in here, Hank? Uh, looks like they're digging up the graves of famous people. Well, now, comes to my mind, but that's illegal. Yeah. And as soon as I'm off my break, mm -hmm. which is in 25 minutes because I just started, Yeah. I'm going to get in the golf cart. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ride the golf cart. Over to the office. Yep. And I'm going to let somebody in the office know, if somebody's there, it is early, that uh, they should call the police, maybe. I think that would be a heck of an idea, Ted. But, you know, I so enjoy having our lunch here right atop the grave. Now, of, remember, I'm not... comedic legend Lucille Ball. Of course, and I'm not... I, I don't want to interrupt our lunch. Like I said, let's take the 25 minutes we are owed. Mm -hmm. At the same time... Hey! Get out of the 
the way. Get out of the way. Oh, 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 oh my oh, goodness. Where are you? Don't you trample on the grave now, of comedic legend Lucille Ball. Now, you have dong, you have gone and done interrupted my sandwich time. Yep. And so now I am thinking about going to the office a little earlier. Mm-hmm. And letting somebody know a little faster than I would have before. Yep. <laughs> this is like that episode of I Love Lucy, where she uh she's eating all them chocolates and can't keep up because it's so fast. Hank, we are all familiar with that episode of I Love Lucy. Uh-huh. I would I would say that that may be the only episode of I Love Lucy that people are familiar with. Reminds me of that but episode. But how are how is this situation like unto that? Well, you know how Lucy is always trying to stick them chocolates in her face and she can't keep up with the, the conveyor belt of chocolates? I am aware, yes. Like I've said, we uh-huh. are all aware. And you know how we are sitting on the grave of comedic legend Lucille Ball? Well, we were, uh-huh. to get technical, Hank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now we are sitting on the grave of Gallagher, who I was not aware is dead. He's not. This Which is, is crazy. Preemptive. Grave. Oh, he just bought this. He bought this early. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so we nobody... are unto like the chocolates. Yeah. On the conveyor belt. Uh huh. Moving hither and yon at right. a speed and pace that we are not accustomed to. And Lucille Ball, putting us in her face, are like these fellas in the suits, desecrating the graves of Lucille Ball. I can sort of see what you're saying. I would argue this analogy with you because I don't think it's entirely apt, Hank, but mm. I'm not going to anymore because now that I know that we are sitting on the grave of a man who is not yet dead, uh-huh. I am sure that I will be able to finish my sandwich in peace. And so all of this becomes a moot point to me. Uh-huh. You know that episode of I Love Lucy when they're uh, stamping on the grapes, trying to stamp all the grapes into wine? Now, Hank, I will give you credit because that is another episode of I Love Lucy that we are all familiar with, and it had just fallen out of my conscious mind. Congratulations, Hank. Oh, thank you. Have a soda. I appreciate it. Uh, That is not unto like Gallagher squashing a watermelon with a hammer and getting all the juice out. Not everything needs an analogy, Hank. Enjoy your soda. This soda is not (laughs) unto like... Couple of guys working at the cemetery. I like that they I like that they went immediately to grave robbing as opposed to like memorabilia or estate sales. Yeah, I think that this there's no doubt that uh, you know you want to sell people uh, Elvis jackets. Sure, you want to sell now, somebody a Kurt Cobain. Want, do people tote? want a Kurt Cobain tote? Yes. that's actually made of Kurt Cobain. Though. Yes, they do. Do they? Don't they? Don't you think Kim Kardashian... You, this is the dumbest Socratic method anybody's ever <laughs> used on me. I'm saying, like, okay, yes, I may be obsessed with Kurt Cobain. Mm. Uh, I may want... But I think I, if I'm obsessed with Kurt Cobain, would I want a lock of his hair the same way somebody would want an Alexander McQueen like lock of hair? Yeah, probably. That's If I'm obsessed with Kurt Cobain, then yes. Right. I don't necessarily want a bag made of his skin... Well, maybe you don't. But what about a guitar made of Kurt Cobain? No, that's worse. <laughs> Strum a Bane. Ugh. Why not? Oh, that's disgusting, man. What about a nice, comfy chair just made of Kurt Cobain? You just nestle <laughs> just on nestle into a nice, right overstuffed in. chair made yeah. of Kurt Cobain. Just nuzzle into that Kurt Cobain chair and take a nap. I mean, I, listen. If if they sold a guitar made of Prince, 
I might buy it. No, you wouldn't. I might. No, you wouldn't. I want Prince. You would buy a lock of Prince's hair. Maybe. Yeah. I might, but, uh, you know, I don't know. There's, you know. Because um, you could cheaply, I think that's the way to go, right? Cheaply make a recreation lock of hair or something where, like, you can be like, oh, I have a piece of this person. I don't necessarily want, like, a couch that's upholstered in prints. <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of gross, I might dude. Be argue, it might argue that uh, if I could, like, have sex on prints, I don't know. Now, this, I will say that something that I think is interesting, a market that is potentially untapped, serial killers who take the skin of their victims and turn them into lampshades and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Skip the middleman. What if what they skip the serial killer? Yeah. What if what in they this... enjoy is not the serial killing, but the crafting of the lampshade? Ah. In this case, you can just buy like a roll of fabric from Joanne. You could go to Joanne Fabrics. You're just saying and buy a roll of human skin. You're saying these guys aren't so much killers as they are just ahead of their time. Now I they're don't... just ahead of the science, is what they are. Maybe I'm saying if if it's not the killing that's the important part. Right. Maybe I'm sure to some of these guys. Well, you can't paint I'm with a not broad a crimi- brush. I'm not a criminologist. Right. Not you know, anymore. Not anymore. And some people right. would say that I never was. Of course. Some people would say that by showing up at these crime scenes in my, just deer, got in the way. In my deer stalker hat and my cape, right. I was just contaminating the crime scene. Right. Well, that's just because you licked everything. By stomping around, licking everything, right. pointing and yelling and screaming, you're the murderer. <laughs> right. Mostly at a uniformed police officers. Yes. Because listen, man. We all know that the murderer goes back to the scene of the crime, and we all know that cops are probably crooked. Who's it's the, always a crooked cop. It's always cop. the person you least expect, and who would you least expect but the cop investigating the crime? Now, I walked out of Kiss the Girls, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure Carrie always wound up being the murderer. Yeah. And he was the, he was the nice, he was the nice FBI agent. As he was you the wish. one that we liked. As you wish. Right? So, based on that. Yes. And the movie Infernal Affairs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that it's usually a cop that did it. Yeah. So I, I think my criminal logic was uh, pretty sound. Underestimated, certainly. Underestimated, certainly. Uh, now, what I will say is I don't, I did not understand when to use the word enhance. I've watched a lot of crime you shows. You know what, though? Or on the side of using it more. That's what I say. Yeah. You know, I'd be yeah. at a crime scene and I'd be on my hands and knees in the blood. Yeah. Uh, which is that wrong? I don't know. Probably, probably not though. Uh, in the blood, like kind of with my eyes squinted mm-hmm. and like looking at a, at a hair, mm-hmm. a human hair that could be a clue. And I'd be like, it hits. Yeah. It hits. Yeah. And you know what they never did? They never did. And if they had, they never enhanced. Maybe we would have solved the case. Some people would say that maybe we would have solved the case if I hadn't played in all the blood. Some people, but I like don't know. The judge. Sure. In the, in the case later. But I when think criminologists out. outrank judges. For but sure. I once again, I don't know a lot about the legal system. Um, but no, if if these serial killers are mostly into the crafting out of human skin, mm-hmm. which I think some of them might be, yeah, this could potentially uh, uh, dissuade them from killing because then you can have whole like not just not just like human skin, all the human skin you want. But you could have it in huge, like, fabric rolls of human skin. Yeah. You could have large, uncut sheets of human skin that you w- weren't able to have before. Think about all the yeah. textiles that you would be able to make. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't just have to be clothes. It could be all kinds of textiles. You could have uh, Fred Astaire carpeting, you oh, know? Wall to wall. Wall to wall. Wall to wall, Fred. Dance heaven. on Fred. <laughs> I'm, I'm in heaven. heaven. Yeah. 
Just yeah. dancing on his skin. It would be amazing. Wallpaper? Yeah, Frank Sinatra wallpaper would be sure. amazing. Uh, Frank Sinatra everything. You know what? I decorated this house my way. That's what I did. <laughs> uh, you said Frank Sinatra and I sang a Fred Astaire song. That's all right. And I think I just, I don't know why I did that. I heard, Fre- I heard Fred Astaire. It's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. I feel really, really bad about it. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Who would you... God damn it! Who would you... Who would you... No one! No one? No one! I don't know, man. I might print up... No one! I might print up my whole house. Now, if you could use somebody's DNA to give me skin that was more like their skin... Mm, Think like about this. Silky smooth. Like beautiful skin. Beautiful, perfect yeah. skin. You could just inject me with some of their DNA or stem cells or something, and then all of a sudden, instead of my skin, I you could have, have like, like beautiful Idris Elba skin or something. Yeah, like beautiful, uh, just beautiful, like unblemished, yeah. unwrinkled, childlike skin. Yeah. I would do that. Do I want a bag made of somebody? No, Jeff Canada, that's fucking weird. But then I feel like you're you're not going for famous people so much as you're going for like just babies. You just want baby skin. Yeah, I want somebody skin. to bring me all of the baby skin mm. to use for myself. Yeah. Uh Because here's the other thing. I don't even think human skin is that is that great a fabric. I don't know much about it. I would think that cowhide is thicker. Probably, but is thickness really the only trait in in fabric that you're looking for? I think for? it makes I think it makes a a huge it makes up a huge portion of the durability. Is the thickness. Well, sure, but I'm not always looking for durability. I like breathability. I like comfort. I want a, like, a, like a breathable human skin. Well, human skin is pretty breathable, but so is cow skin until you tan it and turn it into leather. Right. Well, I don't have to leather all the human skin. I mean, I mean, if I'm going to, if I'm going to use like a nice Bowie, like I'm going to get like a nice, like a nice Bowie, you know, shirt. Sure. I don't necessarily want it to be all leathery and thick. I want like a nice breathable Bowie. But there's no way to turn it into any other fabric other than leather. I guess. I gotta get on that. Let's get our top men on that. To make a synthetic Bowie fabric that's yeah. breathable? Like that a, wicks like a, away. I want to wear David Bowie's skin and go jogging and have it wick away moisture. Exactly. That's all. I want performance <laughs> Is Bowie. Is that too much to ask? And let me tell you something. We always got performance Bowie. We did. Always. Yeah, well, he was alive. And the least we can do now that he's dead is to have performance Bowie <laughs> forever. <laughs> Someone it's the o- least we can do. Someone over at Nike is listening to this and just taking notes. <laughs> just taking notes like, this is how we make it work. Yeah. That's a great campaign. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Have like, you, would uh, wear, you would wear a piece of a human? If it's Prince. Really? What, what would be your optimal Prince thing? Would it be a bag? Would it be a, would it be a shirt? Would it be... Prince leather pants? That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Problem about Prince is that everything would be in size small. <laughs> Child size? <laughs> it's just, it doesn't, you can only fits. buy, you can only buy Prince stuff in the juniors department. <laughs> it sucks. Such a bummer. Uh, I, I, I would legitimately probably, if they made a guitar out of Prince's DNA, I'd, oh, probably, I'd ah. probably buy that. Eh. I'm not even Number joking. Number one, that's a fabric guitar, Jeff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 That's so, ugh. Yeah. No, I hate, no. I hate it. I, I love the idea of this. Uh-huh. I love the idea of making specific products that hue, that use this stuff. Uh-huh. I think that's fascinating. Uh, but no, not to wear. Not to wear. I'm not going to Buffalo Bill somebody that I love. Well, I mean, well, it's, I like, mean it's early. Yeah. It's early in my life. Who knows what'll be the snapping point? 
<laughs> I could wind up Buffalo billing everyone I love. Yeah. If it's going to be one of the two of us, I think it's probably going to be me. <laughs> That's a good point. If we're going to be realistic about yeah. it, which one of us is more likely to snap and Buffalo Bill everyone they love? Well, Buffalo Billing, in, it, you know, implies some sort of violent act. This is not a violent act. This is a scientific no, act. No, I understand what it implies, Jeff. And I'm saying out of the two of us, <laughs> well, yeah. I am more likely to Buffalo Bill somebody. That's than true. Uh, would you guys wear a suit or some sort of fabric if we carry a bag made of the skin of a celebrity that you love, if so, what would you want it to be? Like, and who would you want it to be made out of? Yeah, those are great questions. Also, if we happen to put up a Jeff and Anthony tote in the We Have Concerns no store. No one, no, no, no one gets my DNA. by equal parts no. of our DNA. No. It's, uh. It's, no. How much are we charging for it? Uh, you know, I think we can get a, a bargain. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk. Let us know if you want it. Uh, in the meantime, there are other things that you can get from our, you can hashtag those, by the way, uh, performance Bowie. Performance Bowie. And tell us what qualities the, uh, Jeff and Anthony tote bag would ugh, have. Ugh. Ugh. I'm at A Carboni. <laughs> I'm at Jeff Ganada. And by the way, while we don't sell merchandise made of our very DNA yet, yeah. we do sell merchandise that I would say represent the show's brand DNA. Hey! T-shirts, hats, mugs, soon prints, and other things. Not yeah. prints. Oh, but I was so excited NTS, for a second. No, the kind that you hang on your wall, which technically, I guess, could also be prints. Oh, a, pr- a prince of prints? Prince? Prince, prince made of prints? Oh, man. <laughs> we have concerns.com slash shop. 